up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great tailoring and alterations are hard to find these days. For ample, a new tailoring and alterations shop in Henderson, Nevada can help you with all your needs. Their website is www.fire-ample.com. You may contact Shirley at 702-867-1088 for more information. It's 8 a.m. and you're listening to KIOF-LP, 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience, in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Sports Angle and the SportsAngle.com. Rocco Kelly. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Now, as a kid, there is always that one cartoon character that you love. And you used to sit down in front of the TV if you had a couch, if you had just a single chair, if you had just one of those up stools. You would sit on it and you would watch for hours on end about your favorite cartoon. And there was all those characters on those shows, and there are some of the most iconic cartoon characters of all time. But how would cartoon characters fare in the sports world? Like, which cartoon characters, if you were picking a baseball team, who would you have on your team? Who would be your pitcher? Who would be your catcher? Who would be your guy out in the outfield catching catching balls or in basketball who would be your center on the team all right the big guy who you would sit right in front of the net interesting enough of football who would be your quarterback which cartoon character would you trust the most to sling a football 80 yards down the field because it just got me thinking that everybody, I don't care who you are, doesn't matter how young or how old you are, you always have that cartoon you watched as a kid that you grew up and you love to watch. Okay, it could have been Looney Tunes, could have been Scooby-Doo, uh, could have been Mickey Mouse, whichever one it was. You loved watching as a kid. Now... I'm going to have uh, Sonar here start off first. But, like, what was your favorite cartoon? Like, as a kid, as a teenager, like, what was the one cartoon that you used to watch all the time? Like, your parents couldn't get you off the TV when it was on. It was probably Batman, the animated series. 
I think that was probably it for me because I just loved just the characters in in uh, and Batman is just iconic anyway. So so that was usually usually my guess. Okay, so we'll start it there with Batman, which by the way is great animated series. Mark Hamill, Joker, great. Well, all with right, all this tech, with all this tech, he's obviously a sign stealer. Oh so no, I'm sorry. Go... Would, no, no, I think <laughs> Batman would do a great job at uh, at football. I think he's built like a football player. He's he's got, he's, he's he's broad. He's got the strength, and you know what? Really, I think he would be a a good quarterback. Because he's always always slinging something around, throwing throwing batarangs and and everything else. He's he's got to be good at, at, at throwing. Yeah, and more importantly, if somebody was getting to him, he could turn on his uh, wings and he could just fly over the entire defense. <laughs> just jump over. What was that like? Like prior, like just being able to just hurdle oh, yeah. over people. Now Looney Tunes. The kid and Bugs Bunny always appealed to me. I understand it was the main; he was one of the main characters, but I just liked the Bugs Bunny. I tried to do an impression of him a long time ago, couldn't really nail it. But you know, him having the carrot in his mouth, you know, him saying "What's up, Doc?" You know, always evading uh, capture somehow. Well, with that elusiveness, yeah, I think Bugs Bunny would really be a good hockey player with his elusiveness. Him always being able to escape the people that are hunting him. And with hockey, you got to have elusiveness. All right, you have five players on the opposite team that are gunning for your head. So having Bugs Bunny on skates, by the way, who wouldn't pay for that? Who would not pay a mission to see Bugs Bunny skating around on a hockey rink? <laughs> that would be fun. Okay, I've got a, a couple uh, a couple chats already coming in. Vegas Karen says Elmer Fudd, but I'm still waiting on what position he plays. And then people are begging for the impression. Come on, Rock. Just one. Uh, I don't know if I still have it. Let me try it. And what's up, Doc? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. But continuing the theme, as the Elmer Fudd, until they tell us what position they play, I just want to keep this going because there were so many great cartoon characters the next one that pops into my head is Popeye. Oh yeah, now, you remember Popeye? I do. But I, do. I guess the what I guess the question would be, what sport would Popeye play? Because like Popeye really wasn't the most athletic person. But I have an idea. I have a hunch on what Popeye could do. I think he would be a great boxer. Yeah. Like you put Popeye in the boxing ring, man, he would be the champ. He's he's been one of those before, and so is so is Bugs. But Popeye's great. Popeye, I was I was looking at also possibly being a tight end. You know, when when he needs to be clutch. You know what I mean? He needs to uh, go out there and and Gronkowski the thing. He uh, he he takes a, a big old can of spinach, and then he can beat any wide receiver off the line or anybody who's blocking him. Or he he just need he's able to just pull that one clutch moment out 
And I think the best position for that, just so he's so flexible and everything else, I think tight end is great for him because he could be a bruiser. He could be a runner. He could be um, a, a guy who catches. I think he needs to be that clutch guy who just pops some spinach, ready to go. You know, tight end would be great. And, hey, he's going to have Batman throwing to him. Hey. I mean, that would just be like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> you got Batman throwing at the Popeye halfway down the field. That'd be great. Now, I don't know what position he could possibly play. But what about Snoopy? Uh, you know, Charlie Brown, Christmas Story. I mean, Snoopy was always a great character to me. But what sport would Snoopy play? You know, he was a great dog, but I don't think he was the most athletic person in the world or most athletic dog in the world. I, I, I'm not sure Snoopy plays. I think S Snoopy's more the uh, the mind behind the game. You know, so I, I think coach. he's a coach. I think he's a coach. And really, right off the bat, offensive coordinator for some reason just popped into my head when you when you said Snoopy. Because he's always trying to, um, trying to scheme. He's always trying to... Uh, uh, to get everybody incorporated. I, I think Snoopy is a good coach. Okay, so Snoopy is offensive coordinator. Elmer Fudd is head coach. Hey, Elmer Fudd, definitely. I could see Elmer Fudd being a head coach. He he, he looks like one. I mean, that's <laughs> right off the bat. He's already there. And then um, him holding the clipboard or, or, or complaining about that wascally wabbit, that, that's it. <laughs> okay. I got one final one, and then I will answer the chat on AMP TV, double A-M-P dot TV. Winnie the Pooh. All right, Winnie the Pooh is, by the way, one of my five favorite cartoon characters. I loved uh, that, that series. But Winnie the Pooh, I'm not going to say he would be an offensive tackle, but I'm going to flip it. Winnie the Pooh as a defensive tackle, but the quarterback is covered in honey. <laughs> Don't tell me that Winnie the Pooh would not be the greatest defensive tackle when the quarterback was covered with honey. You know he would tackle him every time. He's there. Well, I was also thinking about him being um, just a, a lineman because what do we always say about them? Just a big old meat wall, right? We yeah, put, big we old put, meat wall. We put him, um, we put uh, Homer, and we put Peter Griffin right there as your as your front three, just to just to be a big old meat wall. And, and I go like from the there. meatball idea, but with those characters, if you put all of them on a defensive line, you ran a three-four defensive scheme. Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin, and Winnie the Pooh, all on the same side. That quarterback would be hurt by the end of the game. <laughs> Oh, look at all of the uh, the dog piles, just uh, just 600, 700 pounds of, of meat wall laying on them. Yeah, and if Ernie the Chicken was the quarterback, Peter Griffin would have the greatest day ever. So, okay, here we go. Here's another classic for you. We'll do, we got time for one more. Okay. Felix the Cat. Ooh, Felix the Cat. Okay. You know, I would like, once again, I'd like to see him play hockey. Well, I think Felix the Cat would be a great hockey player. Just because, once again, I do like the, um, 
when it comes to hockey players, they have that certain mentality. I go. think Felix the Cat would be a good well, hockey player. In the same line, Vegas Karen comes back with Elmer, uh, Elmer Fudd being the fourth line enforcer. In hockey, the fourth line enforcer. So Elmer Fudd replaces Ryan Reeves on the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas Karen, <laughs> let's make that happen. Now, I'm also reading the chat. Willie, okay, Willie the Coyote. All right, I'll get to you in this conversation after we go from the break. Here on the Sports Angle, I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we will be back after this. questions about legal issues have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do do you have a will or power of attorney question is your home being foreclosed upon las vegas number one public radio magic magic 97.9 las vegas public radio station kiof 97.9 fm is an official radio station for emergency information in las vegas during an actual emergency tune your radio to kiof 97.9 fm for official up to the minute information from the city of las vegas Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join The Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clemens, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our go- the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. 
There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi, everyone. I'm Craig Orndorff on The Next Seems Like Old Times. The couples will sing. That's duets between one man and one woman. And on the countdown this week, we'll go back to the fourth weekend of January in 1937. So come on by and listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. With your host, Rocco Kelly. Join the sports angle every morning starting at 8 a.m. Pacific on amp.tv and you can join the conversation and the chat right there and now here's your host Rocco Kelly welcome back to the sports angle I'm your host Rocco Kelly continuing the conversation about cartoon characters playing sports cartoon Characters being assigned to a certain sport. Now, Willie, now Willie, Willie E. the Coyote. Wiley. Now he would be a great running back. Yeah, it's Wiley Coyote. Would, yeah, uh, right. But as the Coyote, man, he would be a great running back. Like, don't tell me like you have him as your running back. Batman is your quarterback. You use the meat wall of Peter Griffin, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, and Homer Simpson. And then you got Popeye as your tight end. You're good. I mean, that would be probably – I mean, that would win you a Super Bowl. Well, Wiley Coyote is always chasing down a road runner, so he's got to be pretty fast if, if he thinks he can catch one of those. Yeah, exactly. And the biggest problem is that the road runner – I have in another sport. Otherwise, I'd have him be in, in, be a football. What sport do you have him in? Track and field? Yes, I have hey. the road runner in track and field. Yeah, that's Having a good one. What's the, his event though? The uh, the five thousand mile dash. Well, yeah, I think that he would be doing the you know four hundred meter. He would be doing all of those events that uh, we were talking to uh, Tyree Washington yesterday about about all the preparation that goes into all the meters and all the relays and everything that they do uh, every single year. But it would be great to see uh, Roadrunner, you know, going up against the greatest athletes in track and field. Now, now Goofy. I just saw that. Goofy. Now, Goofy is the most clumsiest cartoon character that we have seen. Okay? When you think of clumsy cartoon characters, Goofy is on that list. So you wouldn't really want to put him in a reasonable role, okay? Because he would probably fumble the ball. In hockey, he would probably lose the puck. In basketball, he'd probably airball it. So, Goofy, I'm going to say that he would not be a player. I think Goofy would be an assistant coach. Okay. 
That's so he'd be one. assistant coach with Snoopy and uh, Elmer Fudd. Well, he's always lucky, though. I mean, even though Goofy is all over the place and he's always tripping, he's he's always lucky. He never he never falls and gets hurt too bad. Whatever he's actually trying to accomplish eventually happens in some crazy Rube Goldberg machine type of. Uh, uh, type of situation. So I think Goofy would actually be a good um, center. I think if you put him right under the basket and just have him wave his arms around, eventually he'll block everything. You just tell him to get the ball. Don't tell him to block the ball. Say, okay, get the ball. And he'll be slapping it down left and right. Because the other right, person I have in that position is is a little less clumsy, but he's always eating, and that's Shaggy. Okay, now is this Shaggy before he takes those um, substances, or is this after he takes those substances? <laughs> no, after obviously, obviously before, obviously before. We don't. Oh. Want- They're not the most efficient people in the world, but they're very lucky. Just like you said, with Scooby-Doo, Shaggy is very lucky. Uh, With Mickey Mouse, Goofy is a very lucky individual. A lot of times situations just fall into his lap. And Vegas Mike here brings up that Superman. Now, Superman, quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Now I want to make a Cam Newton joke. And talk about how this means Cam Newton's going to the Bears next year. But I'm not going to do that. Let's just focus on the situation we're talking about here. If Superman was the quarterback of the Bears, uh, Batman would have to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Oh. All right, Batman versus Superman. That's you, what you need. You've got to keep the continuity. <laughs> that, is, that is a good one. But, okay, so... If Superman could only play one sport, what would it be? Well, I do agree with football because Superman with his speed and with his flying ability, uh, Superman would definitely be a great wide receiver. And if he ever messed up a play, he could just reverse time and pretend it never happened. (laughs) That's true. Or, I mean, if he he ever... uh... Outruns or doesn't run fast enough, he can get under the ball pretty easily. Okay, Tyree Kill versus Superman in a forty-yard dash. All right, that would be great to see. <laughs> that would be good just for the publicity. So here we go. To just- keep moving on, I have the best goalie ever, the best okay. one you'll ever need. Any kind of goalie, soccer goalie, hockey goalie, anyone. You ready for this? I'm ready. Squidward. Hear me out. Hear me out. Guy's got four legs, okay. two arms. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you need those extra extra appendages for being a goalie. I have a more crazy one for a goalie, but this is simply just for comedic effect. Uh, you know what, uh, Pepe Le Pew? Now, yeah. Pepe Le Pew is a small character, but with the fact that he can that he can um pour, uh, he can basically make you go to sleep 
and he can spray you with that spray and make the entire situation uncomfortable. To, all you have to do is put him in the net, make him spray every 30 seconds. Nobody would shoot the, would shoot oh, the puck. No way, man. You Nobody put, would you shoot put the puck, him, man. You put him in outside tackle. Because if anyone knows how to wrap up, it's Pepe Le Pew. If anyone knows how to, to just bear hug somebody to where they can't get away, it's him. Right, but I'm just thinking, like, as a goalie, your main goal is to make sure nobody gets around the net. Nobody guards the net. Well, oh, yeah. if you, well nobody can guard the crease, and nobody can get inside <laughs> of it. If you're spraying every 30 seconds... That smell? Oh gosh! Everybody would not. Everybody would be backing can't up and staying it. away. Can't handle it. They can't. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Now, uh, Snow White, uh, WNBA, uh, WNBA. I, I think that'd that. be a good position for her. Yeah, she's she's already used to working as a team. Yeah. She's she's got lots of uh, lots of friends, lots of helpers, uh, and she knows how to uh, how to travel. Differ on this, uh, Mickey. I understand that Mickey Mouse has played almost every single sport in his cartoon. Like, statistically, if you look it up, he's played baseball, he's played basketball. He's even done racing at one point. So he's a jack-of-all-trades. And with him being a jack-of-all-trades, I could actually see him playing baseball. Okay. Like, Mickey Mouse being up at the plate, him being the catcher, and then him having to go up to a bat. Him hitting the him swinging for the fences, like Mickey Mouse playing baseball would just be entertaining for the comedic effect. Like I, you just see a one hundred mile an hour fastball, and you just see Mickey Mouse, you know, chuckling, going, "Ha ha, you're a home run." Well, with that, with with his with his great repertoire of being able to do any sport, why not triathlete? Mickey Mouse could do almost anything. A triathlete, that's act. I, I did not think of that. Triathlete would be a great idea. But if he was forced to pick one sport, like a lot of these uh, two sport athletes are forced to, uh, baseball would be great for Mickey Mouse. Oh, it would be fun. I would imagine oh, yeah. the how small that um, strike zone is, too, on Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, are put, you, ready? you see the bat. You just have that, you know, that bat, and you just lift, you can barely lift it. And then at the last second, he gets this like super strafe and just knocks one out of the, out of the park. So Mark the Bugman comes in and says, "Tasmanian Devil." I think you and I uh, are in agreement that the Tasmanian Devil would be a fantastic running back. Give him yeah, the ball; nobody would, can touch him. He would tear up the field. Like, oh, you're like allowed to. Devil is that any sport you put? Um, energy that he would tear up every single field basketball he would tear up the court baseball he would tear up the playing surface football he would tear up the grass and hockey oh my gosh Tasmanian devil playing hockey 
Yeah, the ice rink would be destroyed within like 10 minutes. And one more before break. Here we go. This is it. This is the one. This is the one we okay. all know is going to happen. Mr. Magoo is obviously a ref. Oh, totally. Yes, Mr. Magoo as a ref. It could be any sport, too. It could be baseball, basketball, football, hockey. He would be a ref. Absolutely. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we will be back after this. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon? Las Vegas's first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Listen to the Joy of Jazz five days a week from 11 to noon. With your host, Joy. Enjoy classic and modern jazz, exclusive interviews, and much more. It's the most fun you can have before lunch. Underwritten by Pink and Blue Organic Energy Drink. Visit their website at www.pink-blue.eu. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join the Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join the Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean from The Paul and Dean Show. Listen to The Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you... The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. 
day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. New information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi, everyone. I'm Craig Orndorff on The Next Seems Like Old Times. The couples will sing. That's duets between one man and one woman. And on the countdown this week, we'll go back to the fourth weekend of January in 1937. So come on by and listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. If you're just joining us, what took you so long? Don't forget, you can always follow the show at amp.tv or on Twitter at The Sports Angle. Catch up on previous shows right there at amp.tv. And now, here's your host of The Sports Angle, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. There is a belief out there from some sports fans that curses are real. Okay, there are sections of sports fans that believe in the Sports Illustrated curse. They believe in the Madden curse. And lately, they believe in the Drake curse. Now, I will very quickly give you the rundown on what these curses are. It is the belief by sports fans that whichever team Drake endorses ends up losing a big game. Okay, he supported Alabama during the college football championship game back in 2019. They ended up losing. He endorsed Kentucky when they back in 2012 during their national championship game. They ended up losing. He was he was endorsing Serena Williams during their 2015, I believe, U.S. Open, and she lost in an upset. There has been a wide belief that the Drake curse essentially says whichever team he puts on his back, whichever jersey, whichever athlete, whichever team he is supporting for that time ends up losing. Uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, Drake was endorsing Conor McGregor during his fight against Khabib back in 2018. McGregor ended up losing that fight. It's just some of those examples. Well, during a recent photo, Drake was seen wearing a 49ers jacket, which has made 49ers fans on social media a little bit skeptical about what's going to happen during the Super Bowl. The ones who believe in the curse believe that Drake has cursed the 49ers because he wore a 49ers hoodie in a photo. 
And now the Manning curse, for the past 20 years or so, there has been a wide-known belief that if you're on the cover of Madden, you are going to have a terrible season. Either you're going to have an injury, your team is going to falter, or, more simply, your statistics are going to go down from the year before. And up until this season, the Madden curse looked like it had hit every single person on the cover. Especially Antonio Brown the year before. In fact, a lot of people believe the Madden curse is what made Antonio Brown turn into the way he is right now. But Patrick Mahomes was the cover athlete for Madden 20. And it looks like this year... The Madden curse has not hit Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he had an injury, and he missed a couple of games, but the Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. All right, he led his team to a Super Bowl, and if they win the Super Bowl, the Madden curse is broken. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, the Drake curse is broken. really real or is this just a way of fans to explain why their team lost the Madden curse has been affected by 16 NFL teams all right 16 teams have been represented on the Madden cover since 1999 is this a way of fans blow making their frustrations and not accepting the fact that their team lost by blaming EA Sports and blaming Madden for their losses. Because, by the way, the Madden curse hasn't affected every cover athlete. In fact, there has only been one time before Patrick Mahomes that it did not hit their cover athlete. And that was... And that happened to be Calvin Johnson. Okay, Calvin Johnson was on Madden 13. And he broke the single-season re- receiving record that was held by Jerry Rice for the most catches in a single season. So Calvin Johnson seemed like the only athlete that did not have a Madden curse. Unless you bring up the Lions' win and loss record. But from the athlete himself, Calvin Johnson was the only one who did not suffer from it. Everybody else had something go wrong during that year that they were on the Madden cover. So could Patrick Mahomes be the second player in history to not be affected by the Madden curse? We will see. All right, Patrick Mahomes loses the Super Bowl. Everybody is going to blame him losing the Super Bowl on the Madden curse. And more importantly, with the Drake curse, there has only been one time that the Drake curse has not been affected by a team he has supported. Uh, Drake is from Toronto, and he is a longtime Raptors fan, as he puts it. And he was on the sidelines for every single game during the 2019 NBA Finals. The Toronto Raptors won the championship. So far, that has been the only one-off outlier of Drake not cursing the team he has represented. 
Now, I am excited, personally, without even the curse, but I am excited to see which, quote-unquote, curse gets broken during Super Bowl week. Okay, will the 49ers win? Will the Chiefs win? You got opposite sides. The point I'm getting to here is that whichever team wins, that fan base is going to assume that the curse is broken. And whichever team loses, they are going to be convinced that the curse had struck them once again. Well, we're always looking for excuses of why our teams didn't didn't make it. And if a video game cover and a picture of Drake can be the reason that you didn't you, you didn't do it, it's out of your control. I mean, you can't you can't draft T-shirts away from Drake. You can't. There's there's no way to get around it. Well, yeah, everybody has this notion that um, Drake, by the way, loves going to sporting events. And I believe he has said he is going to the Super Bowl. So that's why a lot of 49ers fans are feeling uneasy about that situation because he's been widely well-known for cursing teams, uh, Kentucky Wildcats, Alabama Crimson Tide, um, he's been very well known to jinx the teams he supports. Well, and also the Madden curse, like you said, has has actually been, I don't know, thwarted, not necessarily broken. Maybe someone got around it a, a few times, and a lot of that is perseverance. I mean, if you, right. if you well, don't... Only been one. Exactly. There's only been one team who yeah. has done it. Or maybe they're just going to Louisiana and getting some of that voodoo. I don't know. I don't know what they're what they're doing there, but uh, the Madden curse is definitely something that's been around for a while. I mean, we're going on what twenty years now of the Madden curse, and we can yeah, come up with what? maybe one, maybe two people who have ever not necessarily got a- affected terribly by it, but maybe it jumped a year. So I could see this one doing the same thing um, in that in that same kind of thing with Patrick Mahomes. Or maybe this is the game. Maybe it waited all the way until the big game to actually strike him. Yeah, because some people have said that when he got injured earlier in the season, that was the Madden curse. Like, that was the small, little Madden curse breaking in. But I don't think that's it. I don't think well, just because you get injured for one game means you you had the Madden hit you. Well, luckily, uh, the was... team was able to pull it out. So, I mean, is that the real solution for the Madden curse? Is that if you get hit by it, can your team recover and kind of pull you out of that slump and get it together? I think how to break the Madden curse is to essentially two things have to happen. You either have to have great individual stats or you have to lead your team to the Super Bowl. And that is the way to break the Madden curse. And with the Drake curse, essentially all you have to do is just play the game and hope that Drake isn't in attendance. Because, like I said, for some reason when Drake is at a game, he ends up jinxing the person that he's representing. And um, 49ers fans, Chiefs fans, good luck with... um, uh, good luck in the Super Bowl. I actually think this is going to be a great Super Bowl, personally. I got a great defense with the 49ers. You have a very high-powered offense in the Kansas City Chiefs. 
And it's going to be a challenging game. I don't think it's going to be these blowouts that we have seen in the NFC and AFC championship games. It's going to go back and forth. It's going to be down to the wire. And that is what I like to see in Super Bowls. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we will be back after this. about legal issues have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do do you have a will or power of attorney question is your home being foreclosed upon las vegas number one all public radio magic magic 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join The Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? Arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff on the next Seems Like Old Times. The couples will sing. That's duets between one man and one woman. 
And on the countdown this week, we'll go back to the fourth weekend of January in 1937. So come on by and listen to the memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Never miss an episode of The Sports Angle. You can rewatch everything at amp.tv. And now for the final segment of The Sports Angle. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Veteran NBA players having problems with the up-and-coming younger generation of NBA players. Now, where have we heard this before? Now, recently, New Orleans Pelicans shooting guard J.J. Redick, who has been in the sport for about 14 years now, he uh, commented on the distractions of social media and the complaints about the about the rookies on his team. He said, and I quote, I really believe this. There are more guys concerned with getting a pregame fit on Instagram than they are worrying about a win and loss of a basketball game. And we have heard this being reported throughout the last couple of years. That it seems like all the players care about is them being on Instagram Live. Uh, them reporting to their story, uh, them going on Twitter and telling you what's going on before the game. Now, obviously, I am not there, and I am not a professional athlete, so I am not in the locker room seeing it in person. But when you have a veteran of the sport commenting on what he is seeing, and more importantly, telling everybody about how social media is a distraction in the locker room and how social media has become a distraction for the New Orleans Pelicans, who, by the way, have one of the worst records in the NBA right now. Is this a smart idea or is this a bad idea for a veteran to essentially be calling out the younger players on his team for using social media in the locker room? Now... You can flip this either way. You can say that's a smart move because he's trying to motivate the younger guys. He's trying to light a fire under the players in the New Orleans Pelicans locker room. But on the other hand, it could be a bad move because you essentially just called out your teammates. And because of the fact that, yes, you are a role player on that team – They could trade you at the NBA trade deadline if they had to. Okay, if the younger superstars on the team went to management and said, we don't want this guy on the team anymore, you could very well get traded. So so there's positives and negatives to both sides. Now, Sonar, I think it's just a situation where I understand the mentality of a generation gap, and especially in the NBA, When you have a 14-year veteran and then you have a rookie, there's going to be a huge difference there. But I don't know if this was the best idea 
for you to essentially call out the younger guys on the team for saying they essentially use social media and care more about their followers and who is going on on social media than focusing on the basketball game itself. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but I don't think that calling people out on it was the best idea. Well, the NBA has has cultivated this culture of of the ego. I mean, it, when it was uh, me watching as a kid, it was always about the team. It was always, "Hey, this is this is the Lakers. You're the Celtics. Here, the, they win these games." Now it's all about this player won this game for this team, or this right. player is doing this outside of his team. He just happens to play for this team over here. So the NBA is actually reaping what they've sowed already. This is what happens when you spend an entire generation talking about players versus talking about teams because they're cultivating this this culture of ego cultivating this this thing of it, it's above it's me above the rest of the team and hopefully I get traded where other people are just as enlightened about my uh, talents as as everyone else is so it, it's more right. about or, that. or they or they meddle or they tamper by saying hey you're one of my good friends let's go play here yeah no I, I absolutely get it but that's the thing is it's all about the individual now. It's never about making a dream team. It's never about pulling pulling together and 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 cultivating this this um this this team effort and this this team dynamic. What they want to do is they've spent this entire time going this player's the best and that player's the best instead of these teams. These teams are the best. These 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 groups, these these uh, 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 power forwards are the best. It's that kind of thing. So this is just an example and really a effect of the cause that uh, that the NBA has put together throughout the years. And this is exactly what you and I have been talking about. And this is just the beginning. Wait, there's going to be more. Well... See, the situation that I have is that with J.J. Redick, he has been a, I would say a journeyman at this point. He was a really good player for the Los Angeles Clippers during their run with Chris Paul, with Blake Griffin, with Doc Rivers. He was a key member of that team. And if you ask any Clippers fans who were around during that time period, they'll back that up. J.J. Redick was a great player in L.A., but now he's with the New Orleans Pelicans. And he's only been there for one year. He just signed with them this offseason. Now, I understand being on a new team, being a veteran, being on a different team. But you have to ask yourself, since he is a role player at this point, like he's not a starter, he is he comes off the bench. And we have talked about generational gaps on this show before. Is it a possibility that J.J. Redick, because he has been a six-man, because he's been a role player on the Clippers, and now he's on the Pelicans, that he has seen in person, he's seen up close, that being a team player 
does not matter as much as being on social media and telling everybody, hey, look at me, I'm the superstar. Hey, look at me, I'm going to put up about 40 points tonight because nobody can stop me. I just believe that the generational gap, it can account for all sports, for baseball, basketball, football, and hockey, and in real life as well. All right, if you have a kid, if you have a son, daughter, if you have a niece, whatever the situation is, there will always be a generational gap no matter what. But the problem with sports is that when you have a 14-year veteran going up against a, a rookie, a second-year guy, the mentality is going to be completely different because Reddick has been in the sport for a long time. He was coached by Doc Rivers. For a long, sustainable amount of time. So he understands how this works. Well, I think it's more, it is a generational gap, but I also think it's a positional gap. The The people who who play essentially what, what I call the jobber positions, the ones where you need to fill in a spot, you need to, you need to kind of play this way now, or, or they are team focused. Because they understand how the team dynamics work and where they fit in and how they can kind of patch the holes. It's a different mentality when you're you're coming from that side. And when you're a starter, all you can think about is they're going to put me on here. I can play my best. I can do what I can with these, these other starters. And if somebody comes in to fill a hole or someone comes in to fill a gap, one of these jobbers come off the bench and do it. But... What, what you have is a lack of respect of how that person got that position. Why are they so good at every single position? Because they've right. played every single position. And a lot of it is a lack of respect because it's not – again, it goes back to the younger guys don't talk about – they don't talk about teams. They never go, oh, well, the the Clippers were this good here. Oh, you played for them? Oh, man, that's great. You were part of that team? That's really good. No. What they know are who all the superstars Las Vegas is number one. All public radio. Magic. Magic. 97.9. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join the Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join the Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Great tailoring and alterations are hard to find these days. For ample, a new tailoring and alterations shop in Henderson, Nevada can help you with all your needs. Their website is www.fire-ample.com. You may contact Shirley at 702-867-1088 for more information. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do Well if I could walk on water 
This program is brought to you in part by PHYN, in partnership with the Southern Nevada Water Authority. Finn's products protect your home from damaging pipe leaks, conserve our water and save you money. More at Finn.com. Slash SN. WA. Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. 
Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.